0: Wednesday, December the 16th, 2015, and this is the One More Verse podcast. Hi everybody, this is John Nix, and on behalf of Vertical Purpose Ministries, I want to welcome you to the podcast. I'm so pleased to have you join me today as I discuss 1 Kings chapter 5 verses 1 through 5 and chapter 6 verses 1 through 13. One of David's friends hears that his son has taken the throne. And so Hiram, king of Tyre, a longtime friend of David, sent some ambassadors to go and to congratulate this new king. As they approached Solomon, Solomon uh, responded by telling them that he intended to work toward accomplishing the dream of his father, building a house for the name of the Lord. Think about it. It's one of those things where as family, sometimes we participate in things together. We get excited about the same things together. And so Solomon is eager to get to this project. He remembers how his father was unable to do that. No doubt David had recounted to him his longing to build the temple and the Lord sending Nathan back quickly to say, no, it's not going to be you that's going to do that. What an honor to be chosen by the Lord, not only to be the king over his people, but also to have the glorious privilege of building a house for the name of the Lord. This this construction here in Jerusalem would be one of the great achievements during Solomon's reign. He was using plans designed by David. He had the expertise of Phoenician craftsmen, and so he went to work on this tremendous opportunity to build the temple. So it came about that when he built the temple, it was very specific in these plans. Now, we know much about the temple structure, but we don't know enough about it to be completely accurate in uh, being able to understand everything about it. The, the temple itself was somewhat of a, a small building, but the truth is, in the temple proper, uh, it was never intended for the congregation to be there. For we know that the temple, similar to the tabernacle, was the place where God would dwell. And not just anyone could enter into God's presence. And so, as you went into the holy place and the most holy place, this holy of holies, there would not be a great number of people who were able to go. As a matter of fact, there would only be one, one time a year, that would go into the most holy place. And so, the temple, as Solomon builds it, it's not a huge structure. Now, the surrounding area is larger, but that was reserved for the presence of God and the priests who ministered there. Most of the worshipers would congregate in the great courtyard that surrounded the temple. And so as as Solomon sets out to build these things, we have all of these measurements and exactly how they were to be laid out. But one of the things that I find so interesting about this is that as they are quarrying these stones, they they made them, they were hewn there at the quarry. So that when they came to the site of the temple, when it came to the construction of the temple, there was no sound of a hammer. Uh, There was no sound of men with tools banging away and chiseling away to find uh, exactly the design and the lines that they were looking for. No, these stones were already cut and they were supposed to be precise before they ever arrived. This was a holy place, and as they built in this way, it sent a message to everyone. Solomon is wanting everyone to understand uh, the beauty of the temple. He's wanting them to understand how this is a consecrated place. And so he's set up all of these things and there are chambers and there are all these special ways that they're going to gather things and store things and house people. And so there's all these beams and the structure there. It It was a magnificent work. And so the word of the Lord comes to Solomon and he reminds him about this house. Listen, Solomon, just because you built a house doesn't mean that that's it. And so he gives him the condition that if you will walk in my statutes, if you'll obey my rules, if you'll keep my commandments and you'll walk in them, then I will establish my word with you, which I spoke to your father, David, and I will dwell among the children of Israel and will not forsake my people, Israel. Now, this is an incredible thing for us, and it reminds us uh, of John chapter one. That the word became flesh and dwelt among us. Now the word dwelled in Greek literally means to tabernacle among us. God came near and Emmanuel, God with us. Jesus is the place where man and God meet and not the temple. But God wants Solomon to understand he, he wants him to know that it's not merely the construction of a building that gives God a place that pleases him. Uh, what is pleasing to God, as Saul had already heard, is obedience more than sacrifice. He, he wants Solomon to understand that just because he's put this structure up, because he has found favor with other people, because he's been able to accomplish this thing, that he need not forget the covenant that was made. For God's covenant doesn't change And so there's still this condition that you must walk in obedience, that you must keep the commandments. But if you do those things, I'm going to dwell among the children of Israel. See, this is the beauty of the incarnation at this time of year. What an incredible celebration. God tabernacled among us. See, the temple no longer is the place where man and God meet. Jesus is the place where man and God meet. And as we see in this construction of this temple, we understand how it is holy when we understand that we are being built into a spiritual house. You can read about those things in the Scripture in the Newer Testament, how Paul helps us to understand those things. But what a beautiful picture of the gospel. Solomon is seeing this and he's recognizing this work of God this special thing where God and man are able to meet and come together. And Jesus is now the place where that happens. For Jesus became flesh, the second person of the Godhead, took to himself forever a body, and Emmanuel, God with us. His nearness is indeed our good. Thanks for listening to the One More Verse podcast. If you need more information about vertical purpose or one more verse, visit johnnicks.org. I'd love to hear from you. So find me on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram using the handle thejohnnicks. And don't forget to download the Vertical Purpose app for additional resources. Thanks again, and join me tomorrow for the One More Verse podcast.